In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Proverbs 31, verses 4 through 7, where I'll ask the question, why is alcohol bad for kings? Proverbs 31, 4 through 7 says, It is not for kings, O Lumiel. It is not for kings to drink wine, or for rulers to take strong drink, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed, and pervert the rights of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to the one who is perishing, and wine to those in bitter distress. Let them drink and forget their poverty, and remember their misery no more. Alcohol is one of those issues that the Bible says plenty about, but it isn't always super clear because there are some passages that say that wine is a good thing, it's a blessing from the Lord, it makes the heart of man glad, and then there's other passages like this one that say, if you're the king, you had better not be drinking, that it's bad for you, that the strong drink will cause you to do all sorts of terrible things, and it's better just to abstain from it if you're a person who has authority and responsibility. Well, with this idea in mind, here's three thoughts from Proverbs 31, verses 4 through 7, answering the question, why is alcohol bad for kings? Thought number one, forgotten decrees. The idea here is pretty simple, that if you are a drunk, if you're constantly drinking wine, if you're constantly drinking alcohol, if you're constantly having that strong drink, you are probably going to have some lapses in memory. You're going to forget the decrees that you made. And you might make some decrees that you later forget because you were in a drunken state when you made them. And this is one of those things that people who are in authority, that people with responsibilities need to consider. That the things that you say and the things that you do have an impact far greater than just yourself. That your sphere of influence is much larger. And because your sphere of influence is much larger, you have to take greater care to ensure that you are working within the rule set or the decrees that have been made. You see, even kings are bound. They're bound by the law of the land. And when they start to violate it, then, well, that's when bad things happen to the king and they whip out the old guillotine and they start chopping heads off. This is one of those things that Lumiel needs to remember that the forgotten decrees that happen because you've been drinking too much are unfit for a king. Thought number two, perverted rights. One of the responsibilities of the king is to make sure that the rights of the people are being administered properly. And when the king is drunk, then he is less able to do this very significant and important task. You see, the king has to have his wits about him all the time. He always needs to be able to think clearly and properly. And when that doesn't happen, what inevitably results is the perversion of the rights of the people. When the rights of the people are perverted, then the guillotine comes out. The rebellion takes place. The people will not tolerate the diminishment of their rights for very long before they want to maybe get a change in leadership. So the king needs to make sure that he is of sound mind when he's making decisions so that way he doesn't fall into the temptation or the error of perverting the rights of the people. This is applicable even for those who aren't kings, for those who have responsibilities and authority in whatever situation that they're in. If you're a responsible person, 
if you have authority over others, you have to continually be considering their rights. You have to consider what they think is right and what they believe is inherent to them by their citizenship or by their employment or whatever agreement that they have made to allow you to have authority over them. If you're abusing alcohol, your chances of perverting the rights of others greatly increases. Thought number three, reducing misery. What Lumiel says here is pretty simple. It's that the purpose of alcohol, the purpose of wine, is to gladden the hearts of men. And he says, let the person who is suffering drink it. Let the person who is sick have the wine. Let the person who is sad or impoverished, let them drink. Let them have it because, well, they aren't subject to all of these responsibilities that he is subject to as the king. It seems that in the ancient world that the utilization of alcohol had the purpose of reducing misery. Well, how much misery is the king experiencing? The king is going to be one of the wealthiest people around. He's not going to have the problem of, what am I going to eat? He's not going to have the difficulty of poverty by virtue of the fact that he is the king. So allow those who are suffering in their poverty or suffering in their illness, allow them to handle the alcohol because they probably don't have a whole lot of responsibilities or authority at the moment anyway. Allow them to use it. And you as the king, you as the person in authority, you as the one with responsibilities, abstain from that because overindulgence in it leads down a path you probably don't want to go. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Proverbs chapter 31. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.